Mason Weaver and I got into uh, this gig actually on the same day on a very national stage in Washington, D.C. It will be 11 years ago uh, this September that Mason and I actually uh, hooked up uh, in Washington, D.C. It was a, a march, uh, but the people's voice was being heard, and 1.5 million of us uh, showed up there at in Washington, D.C. on this day, and Mason and I were able to speak to that 1.5 million crowd. And it is my honor to bring uh, back uh, to the show my good friend, uh, Mason Weaver, author of It's Okay to Leave the Plantation, and uh, I'm still okay. And Mason, God bless you. God keep you. Thank you so much for being uh, with us. How have you been, friend? How are you? I'm doing much better than I deserve to be doing. I am resting in the, in the comfort and the peace of God Almighty, uh, which means that my only job is to know my direction and keep walking, brother. Amen to that. And folks, uh, for you who may or may not know, both Mason and I, uh, were in long-term relationships with our wives, and both of them now have gone on to be with the Lord, and our testimony uh, together is is that he saw us through and he is seeing us through uh, all of uh, this. And Mason, I, I know that I, I want to, I know that your testimony, we talked about it even earlier today, we talked about how good God is. And uh, if, before we get into our, our conversation about the state of of uh, America and, and uh, the state of uh, black people in particular in America, talk to us about how good God has been to you uh, through the loss of your precious wife, who is absolutely a treasure. You know, I was married to the world's most beautiful woman for 35 years, half of my life. And it was nothing but joy, nothing but fun. We laughed all the time. We did things together. And she was a, the, the ultimate part of my life. We had a wonderful marriage. We had two grandkids that we were raising. And she caught pancreatic cancer. They gave her a very short time to live. I told the doctors, how do you know? You don't know that. <laughs> and I was, I was able, because of, of, of my businesses, I was able to stay home with her every day, took her to every chemo, took her to every doctor's apartment. I laid and held her every night. And I was able to grieve during that period of time. Uh, I, I was like David. I expected God to save my wife. I expected him to save my wife to the minute she took her last breath. And when she took her last breath, I had such a peace. I mean, God does not give you a burden, Pastor, without giving you the tools to get through. He will not give you a task without giving you the tools to achieve the task. And when she passed away, there was a, a I came to, I, I call it just peace and quiet. It was so much quiet. The whole universe seemed to be quiet. And the, the burden was lifted off of me. Yeah. Uh, like David, when his son died, David got up and dusted himself off with the work. I got up, dusted myself off, went to an event. Four days later, man, I spoke yeah. in Seattle. Yeah. Uh, just, just done. I was, God took her home. I know where she is. And now I'm sitting on the journey of taking my grandkids to their adulthood and taking care of my, my family. And, and I miss her terribly, but I know where she is. She is a, a, uh, you know, I, I have to get up and one day I got up and said, my wife is not coming back. So I don't need all these hats she has. She has a crown now. Uh, I don't need all these, all these gowns she has. She's the right robe now. Uh, I'm not going to wear these shoes she has, so I got to do something with them. So I gave my, um, I bless the folks, you know, just get yeah. my house out. Yeah. And now I'm waiting to see what God has to store for me. I'm paying attention. Whatever God has to store for me, I'm not going to miss that by, by thinking about the past. I'm, 
I'm here for a reason. I'm going to find my reason. I'm going to go do it. You know what? Uh, I, I am just so glad that you said what you said because there was a time after uh, my wife uh, passed away and, and went on to her new life now that, Mason, I have a feeling they are experiencing an existence with the Lord that you and I just cannot even, our eyes have not seen, our ears have not heard, neither have we ever thought about how good it is uh, once you are escaped from this earthly realm and this earthly body. And, and I, I thank God that we have that faith. But you helped me today, man, by saying that you were able to get rid of uh those things that you you know she used to have and and that type of thing because yes, there, there are some things that I, I got to get i got to let go of uh in order to move on right. I, I really do and thank you thank you so much for that she will not, she will not ask you brother about her coat she will not ask you about what happened to the shoes you brought last week she will not ask you and what you need to be doing is think about who you're going to bless who you're going to reward because you cannot outgive god Thank you for that, man. So you got to be given, brother. Thank you for that. Thank you so much for that. And, uh, you know, it's amazing how the, he will send people to minister to, minister to you. Uh, and uh, Michelle and I were talking uh, about uh, the guest today and Mason Weaver. I said, well, I'll call Mason. Let me get Mason on. We wanted to have you on. And so thank. But, but now it is so crystal clear why uh god uh, put that on my mind mason when we look at the state of our our um world and our america today in particular our america and in particular black america uh what then is the end game is, is there something else going on here it seems as though there's a design or there seems to be there there's something underlying behind all of this, at least in my way of thinking, or am I being a little bit too uh, conspiratorial or maybe even hysterical about that? What would you say about it, Mason? Well, you know, brother, first I want to I want to ask your audience to do something today. This day as you go about your business, this day as you go to work, you're on the subway, you're on the freeway, you go to lunch, around everybody. You see black folks in the restaurants, you see white folks on the street, we see each other all day long. Where do you see the racial tension? It doesn't exist with our eyes. We don't see it nowhere. But if we go home and turn on TV, and a little black box tells us there's a racial problem someplace, and the same people in every city doing the same thing to each other, and this is why the TV calls their product programming. Wow. We're being programmed. Wow. We don't see it with our eyes. So we don't believe our lying eyes. We some commentator on TV. And that's the problem. We let them lead us by the emotional stuff. There is no racial problem in America. There's wow. some foolish problems in America, but there is none. It doesn't exist. Now, the end game, the end game, see, the, the problem is that you know, we have left God. We, the people of God, have left God. And we're so afraid of Baal, we're so afraid of Caesar, that we can serve our God properly. We should be standing up. Because we see what's going on. We see what is heading. We see the government taking control. Tell the church, you're not essential. You know, they say, okay. You know what, Mason? You mentioned something there about the racial tension earlier. And it made me think that uh, in my, our, the home that I have down in Grand Cane, Louisiana, that's been in my family since right after slavery. My, all of my neighbors are white, and even one of them flies a Confederate battle flag, but he's the sweetest guy you ever want to meet, uh, you know, as far as that's concerned. 
um, I live in Shreveport now. I'm back in Shreveport, left Denver, came back here to Shreveport after Jane's death. And my neighbors in, in my neighborhood, a very nice neighborhood here, they're white, black, and they're Latino. All that, all nice people. And I know that I could ask and talk to them about anything that uh, we wanted to talk about. There's no racial tension whatsoever. You're right about that, Mason. No, sir. You do not see it. You do not see it, brother. It's imaginary. And, and so when we turn on the black box, you're saying, when we turn on this square tube here, this, uh, what is it, 55, 60, whatever it is, inch tube that you may have uh, in your house, when you turn that on, that's where the racism exists. Folks, I want you to hear this. I want you to hear this. This is true. It exists there. It's only there. They have spent years evaluating your emotions. They know in advance. They know right now what you're going to want for Christmas. Because they know you how to lead you emotionally. They know what's going to be popular next year. They know what's going to be popular next quarter. They, they're trying to get you to vote a certain way. They're not trying to inform you. They're trying to lead you. But it's hard to lead a man who is not a follower. So we have to understand, if it's 12 foot of ground we stand on, is American soil. It's American ground. We have to know who our culture is. We've got to know what makes America great. And I let the enemy, that, that, that spirit, of serfdom and feudalism, that spirit of slavery and abuse, that spirit that tells you that you must live under the whip of the master, telling you where you can go and cannot go. That's their spirit. Our spirit is a spirit of freedom. And we can stand up together, black folks and white folks, folks and poor folks, say we got enough distractions. We will not be sitting under people. We are Americans. We're the most dominant nation this, this world has ever seen. How dare us stand here like these fools make us wear a mask in public, like we're puppets. Yeah, and you know what, Mason? This is what I, I'm facing every time I get on my soapbox, like like we are right now, and saying what what we're saying right now. This is where they come. This is how they come at you. Well, aren't you uh, concerned about uh, all the other people around you? Well, of course we are, but we can't live like this. This is not living. And this is not America. And, and like you're saying, Mason, there has to be a design to all of this. And you, you alluded to the fact that they want us to be puppets. Is there a puppeteer then? Puppets. Is, yep. it, yes, is there somebody pulling the, who's pulling uh, the puppeteer, the, the strings of the it, puppets? It, it's not a who. It's a, it's a philosophy. It's not a person. It's a philosophy. If you, if you put, if you elected a drug dealer for president, you have drug dealers in the and then they're going to be taking orders. They're going to be selling drugs. There's a philosophy in this world, in this country, in this world, that man has to rule man. Man seeks rulers. They, they sought Saul. Man seeks someone over him. So he's like the government. The government is a natural enemy of God. Every problem facing God's people in the Bible came from government. And, and so that's their job. Caesar is still trying to rule. So the government's instinct is to take care of you. And in order to take care of you, brother, they have to control you. So for your own good, they want to take over your life to take control of your life so you can live better under their leadership. And they will not mind you dying in the process. Uh, the, 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 you talk about the mass keeping people safe. I had a, a discussion with a gentleman at a store. He told me that my lack of mass was endangering him. I said, well, actually, if you got the mask on and you think it works, then you're safe. Right. So why do I need the mask on? You got yours on. Right. And you're safe. Right. He said again, you're endangering me. You're endangering me. Put his hands up. I'm you get the mask on. I said, no, sir, really, I'm not endangering you. What's endangering you is that you're standing in front of a grown man 
insisting that I do something because you're afraid. Uh, you need to probably go on home if you're afraid because I'm, I'm, I'm not offending you, but if you keep spitting in my face, I'm going to probably offend you. <laughs> Oh, Mason, and that's exactly the reaction of men and women to this type of hysteria. Because, man, I am seeing people driving down the road in their cars with masks on. But this is the weirdest. This is the weirdest thing about it, though. Here we are talking about this, Mason. But check this out. There are people who are listening to this radio show, hearing us say what we're saying right now. And they are actually wishing ill upon you and me instead of hoping that we're right. If if we're right, then it's good news for them. But, but, but they're actually wishing ill upon you and I right now, hoping we actually get coronavirus because we're not afraid of it. (laughs) That's the strangest thing. Some time ago, and I only have about two minutes left in this segment, but I want you to stay with me uh, through uh, the, the, the short break. Um, we're going to return with uh, Mason Weaver when uh, the C.L. Bryant show returns. And uh, Mason, I want to ask you about this when we come back on the other side of the break, uh, because I, w- I want to lead into uh, the next segment with uh, something that you said in uh, our film, Runaway Slave, award-winning film, uh, Crystal Dove award-winning film, Runaway Slave, uh, several years ago, the film that was groundbreaking and actually launched what you now know as Blexit and Walkaway. Uh, it, this, and Mason Weaver was instrumental uh, in this film. But he said something in this film that I want to uh, revisit right now. You said that the slave, and Mason, I've repeated this hundreds of times uh, around the, uh, the country, and every chance I get, I bring you on so you, people can hear the originator of, of, of this, this uh, uh, statement. The slave does not necessarily seek freedom. The slave seeks comfort. That's Mason Weaver, Runaway Slave. That's a quote from him out of the movie in Runaway Slave. And when we return, stay right there, Mason. Uh, when we return, we're going to talk about that statement in the context 
from Mason Weaver when it was said at the time. Right now, folks, you're able to see that with your own eyes. You know, that, that was a statement that was made seven, seven, six, seven years ago in a groundbreaking film, Runaway Slave, that we, we took a lot of flack for, for making. And it has given rise to a lot of things that are going on with black conservatives today. Dr. Thomas Sowell, whose shoulders we stand on, is in this film. Uh, uh, with us, Andrew Breitbart is in the film, with us. So we're going to talk about uh, what Mason Weaver was saying in that film when we return with more of the C.L. Bryant Show. Don't go anywhere. We're going to return with Mason Weaver here in just a moment. If you don't get both hours of the C.L. Bryant Show, be sure to download free the C.L. Bryant Show app on your favorite device. All of the shows are archived there, at least the ones that I don't mess up. (laughs) During this corona, I I have to do this. I have to save them. I'll be back. Red State Talk Radio is now available as a voice command on your Amazon Echo and Echo Dot by simply saying, Alexa, play Red State Talk Radio. Red State Talk Radio on TuneIn. Turn to every single American. Now, we've been hearing all these stories about sanctuary cities, sanctuary cities. That- you can now find us on the Amazon Echo and Echo Dot on TuneIn, on iHeartRadio, and we also have the phone apps in the App Store for your particular phone. And just in case we activated your Echo Dot, Alexa, stop. CL, back with you on this great day in the USA. So glad that you're able to come along with us as we build the bridge to conversation throughout our great nation right here on the CL Bryant Show. My special guest today is my good friend, Mason Clarence, Mason Weaver. And uh, Mason, uh, before we go any further, uh, let you let's let you tell everybody how to get in touch with you, how to bring you to a city or synagogue, church, school near you. So we have a new organization, LeaveThePlantation.org. I want to invite your listeners to join us. we got breaking news. We have news reports on, on social, economical, political, and spiritual matters. Uh, you can email me at mason at LeaveThePlantation.org. My latest book is called The Democrat Party Hates The Democrat Party hates America. And folks, as far as their actions are concerned, it is evident. It's evident. So read about it. Read about it. Mason, uh, let me ask you this now. We were alluded to it before we went went to break. Um, The slave does not seek comfort, necessarily or seek freedom, necessarily seek freedom. 
The slave seeks comfort. Talk to us about that, Mason Weaver. You gotta understand the difference between a prisoner and a slave. You don't have to chain up a slave. He's accepted his position. He's given up on trying to be free. He wants to please his master to get the best job on the plantation. If you free a slave, he'll go back and find another master for himself. Uh, the, the prisoner, though, you better chain a prisoner up at night. They call them cells. Uh, but there, there are no cells on the plantation. They didn't have to chain you to the walls. They, they chain you as they were going to punish you. But that slave only wanted to be comfortable. Today, these modern-day slaves are seeking every problem these black liberal want have requires white folks to do something. If they want a minimum wage, they go beg master for a minimum wage. They never beg for a maximum wage. They, they, they never ask for high-income housing. They say, master, take care of my kids better. Master, we we'll want hey, this in the neighborhoods where they can throw eighty percent of the of the vote. They still beg and master about the police. You control the vote, crazy man. Vote. You know? Yeah. But they they only seek comfort. They want more welfare, not more jobs. They they, they want better treatment of their kids, not an end of crime. They 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 criticize anyone who will get out and report a a a crime, call them snitches, get. Stitches in ditches. No, stitches build communities up. They build communities up. So a slave is the, you can't talk to a slave about freedom. If you go to a slave and talk about freedom, they're going to tell master on you. Master, they're talking about freedom now. Let's go get them. They, and, and so they sit in these inner city slave, it's called ghettos, owned 100% by Democrats. And they, they sit there, they concentrate, they concentrate, and they commit crime. There's no jobs. There's no, there's no buildings, there's no income, only misery, prostitution, and drugs. Because a slave only wants to be comfortable in their misery. And that's the problem we face today. The difference between a slave and a prisoner. America, I want you to take that medicine. Take that medicine because there is a huge difference. And Clarence, you laid it out for us. Very, very good. Clarence Mason Weaver. Mason Weaver is on with us. Mason, before we move on to the next topic, tell everybody again how to get in touch with you and what you got going on. Now, we have recognized that the enemy is going to shut us down at the beginning, at the end of this election cycle, so we won't be able to communicate. So I, and if anyone wants to go to our site, leave the plantation, join our email list, so we can keep it up on We're going to be doing uh, messages chats, teachings. We're going to be uh, organizing ourselves together. We're going to be training the troops on how to win this battle. It takes one simple thing to win this battle, folks. Faith. And faith is a verb, not a noun. It's something you're doing. You're not doing anything. You're not showing faith. And faith can't act unless you're acting. When it comes to um, you and I of colleagues, of course, with Black Voices for Trump, you and I were uh, there in the inception of that, we are board members, uh, founding board members of Black Voices for Trump. And, of course, we take a lot of hits for that. But, you know, Mason, I was saying on the show in the first hour that if I was a black voice for Biden, I wouldn't be taking any hits at all, would I? Would you? If you were black voice for no. Biden? Uh, why, why, is it, why is it we have to take hits? If we t- if we're black voices for well, Trump and not for Biden, <laughs> I tell her talk well, to us about you, that. You take because you're a tank. A tank is supposed to attract the machines on fire. 
So you're loud, you're big, you're tough, you're rumbling. So you're supposed to draw the fire to you so the infantry don't get cut up by the machine gun fire. You can take the machine gun fire. God drugs you through the nonsense of life to make your heart hard to deal with these clowns. So you know this thing that's saying, that's all you got? Name calling? What? I, I, I'm local Tom? I'm just, okay, I'll be there, but I'm also going to be right. So they attack us, brother, to keep us saying the truth. They call your name to stop you from saying the truth and start defending yourself. See, your, your truth is like the bread to liberals. See, the truth is harmful, painful to liberals. So to get you to stop proclaiming the truth, they start calling your name and accuse you of horrible things so you can stop and say, no, I'm not me. I don't hate black people. You run that pathway and now they're one because you're no longer speaking the truth. Wow. Well. You call your names you keep throwing the truth at them and the truth at them and the truth at them. And so I'm bleeding about the head and shoulders because seal my eyes and blood them up with the truth. Mason Weaver is our special guest today, and folks, uh, be sure to uh, share this podcast with a friend, this interview with a friend. It'll be up on um, our, our um, download the free app and tell your friend to do the same thing. But, there, of course, we're terrestrial uh, stations who do this in replay. And if you don't have the C.L. Bryan show locally on a local station there, an AM station, or you met them, FMs as well. Tell them about it. Tell them to get it. We'll be happy to share the feed with them, and uh, they can come on as terrestrials. But be sure to download the free C.L. Bryant Show app, because Mason Weaver has been uh, distributing out among us common sense wisdom that we have long left in this country. We need to get back to it. And you think that there's not people around who speak in the fashion that Mason speaks, but there are. He's there. He's speaking. And hey, folks, I'm glad to have him on uh, the show today. Mason, how's the president doing? How's this election shaping up? Um, what, are, what are we looking at? Are we looking at a bloodbath? Uh, Chicago, 68. You and I both around and alive, kicking uh, back then. And remember that. Are we looking at that type of thing this time around, uh, or is Corona going to slow that? How's that? How are you looking at it? Well, Corona only slows. Corona is simply life if you were a rioter and a looter. So we could just all dress up the right way and we can get out there and do anything. Social distancing doesn't matter with the riots, I noticed. Uh, but Democrats, folks, are the party of violence. Don't expect them not to be violent. They're the party of violence. But a true indication of Trump's power as you stand today is these polls showing him losing to, to Biden. These were the same polls that said Hillary was going to win over Trump. These were the same posters and writers that were saying that, that Hillary was going to have a grand slam. So I feel much more encouraged now when the lying press sort of tell me that Trump is going to lose. What Trump is doing, folks, people remember. People remember the jobs they had before Corona took them away artificially. People remember, even the black community, they remember who can Raymond had jobs, brother. For the lowest defining schools, these graduates drop off of getting jobs. They're having businesses. They're saying their kids get their relatives get out of jail because Trump opened the trenches up and got those men out and were there too long. They've seen more money go to black colleges than any other president in history. They've seen that. They noticed that. And I, I asked the question, do you want a nice president the press likes with no jobs and high taxes? Or do you want a president that the, the press hates with jobs and prosperity all around you? 
vote your pocketbook. And they're doing that. Wow. You know, Mason, as you were talking, I was thinking about what we had spoken of uh, a little bit earlier. You know, when I go out and about in America, and and, and I still do my speaking engagements around uh, the country, uh, headed for D.C. and North Carolina here uh, this, this weekend, only in that black box that you were talking about, that T on the TV is Trump losing Americans. If you go out among Americans, Trump's winning Americans. I mean, he's, he's winning them. But only, but if you come home and look at that black box, the polls are going to tell you that he's losing. They, they, they're hammering it home, Mason. I wear my Trump hat every day for months, probably a year. I wore that Trump hat. And I've not gotten one negative comment. Not one person. They may have thought some things, but not one person has made any comments to me, black or white, negatively. I got some thumbs up. I got some, a, a comment yesterday come out of Denny's. I like your hat, man. I like your hat. We know what's going on. A prisoner is looking for a way to escape. He will, he will plan to get over that wall, under the wall, around that wall. A slave is looking for a way to be safe in that environment. If you throw a rope over the wall to escape, a prisoner will tie knots in it to get his friends and climb out. But a slave will think he's trying to let you because masters taught him to be afraid of that rope. Oh, man, let me tell you the truth. You're going to hear that. You're going to hear that again, brother. <laughs> you're going to hear that again, Mason Weaver. <laughs> that is too good. That is too good to keep to yourself, brother. And so... Uh, <laughs> And how, folks, uh, you're hearing it here on the C.L. Bryant Show, my special guest, my friend, Mason Weaver. And you, Uncle, you can understand now why I love having him on. Not only is he a blessing to me, but he's a blessing to America and a blessing to all of you uh, listening uh, throughout uh, the globe as well. And so, um, Mason, what then are we looking at uh, as far as Joe Biden is concerned? Well, Joe Biden... Uh, make the cut. I mean, is he really going to be the nominee? I'm not convinced of that. Whether he is or not, he won't even know it. <laughs> you gotta be, you, he won't even know it, brother. Somebody go tell him, you want it, Joe? I want it. <laughs> I'm just being serious. I'm just being serious. We all know that Joe Biden is not qualified to be president of the United States not just in his middle state, but his political background. His, his, I mean, how can you support a, a man who's been so negative on black folks if you're a black person? How can you support a person who's been wrong on every turn historically? He's been in Congress almost 50 years. What has he done he can brag about? What truth? He, he lies a lot. But what has he done his record that you want more of? Tell me, America, what is it that he's done? I can tell you. A hundred things that Trump has done that I want more of. But somebody needs to tell me, what has Joe Biden done that you're eager to see repeated in this country? Absolutely. And, brother, that's the mantra that all of us should be saying and asking. What has Joe Biden done that would make anybody want him to be president of the United States? Never pulled more than one and a half percent of any presidential primary that he's been in he's not led anything so uh that is the question about joe biden uh clarence mason weaver uh i'm so happy to have you on is there any last words got about two minutes if you anything to share with the audience before uh we we end it here leave it here we're gonna have you back real soon 
and keep you man continue to fight the good fight i know that you will clarence mason weaver because you are fighting the good fight hey man i'll talk to you soon thank you so much for being on with me